0: Hello, hello, and welcome to More Than Money, a show that explores the psychology, emotions, and math of money so that you can make better, smarter choices regardless of where you are on the income or wealth spectrums. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons. On today's episode, we're going to talk about tension, but tension of a particular type, you know that attention that exists between meeting the demands of today while you are preparing for the future. Quite frankly, it's attention that exists everywhere. It's attention that we are navigating all the time because we—and by we, I mean all of us, people, businesses—we are always operating in two modes. One mode is focusing on short-term, i.e. today, and another mode is long-term, i.e. the future. I talked about this tension in a recent blog post, but there I didn't have a chance to dive as deeply into this topic as I wanted to, so I want to use today's episode to not only expand upon what I talked about in the blog post, (laughs) but also to include in this discussion a conversation around the importance of flow, especially when you are dealing with tension. And I know that that might sound a little strange to consider flow when we're talking about tension, when tension is all about being tight, strained, and stressed, but bear with me for a moment. First, I want you to think about a seesaw. Maybe you had one in your backyard, or maybe you just can recall one from a recent playground visit. And one side of the seesaw, that represents the short term, that represents today. Another side of the seesaw represents the long term. It represents the future. And just so that we are on the same page, about um, which side is which, let's just all for the purposes of this episode agree that the left side represents the short term, represents today, and the right side represents the future, i.e. long term. And here's why I wanted to do that. Because whichever side is higher that is the one that is likely taking more of your resources, be it the resources of your money, your time, and your relationships. And it's taking more of those resources from whichever represents the side that's on the lower end of the seesaw. So let's just say, again, staying on the same page visually, let's just say you're on the seesaw and the side that is the highest is the left-hand side, the short-term side. What that then means is that more, if not all, of your resources, again, money, time, and relationships are going toward meeting the demands of today and less of those, if any, are going toward preparing for the future. With me? Okay, perfect. Here's why I wanted you to have that visual solidly in your mind. Paying attention to where you are feeling tension is important because it's also about paying attention to where your resources are going. If you need me to repeat that, let me do so. Paying attention to where you are feeling the tension is important because paying attention, it helps you to pay attention, I should say, to where your resources are going, And why do you want to know that? Because all of that influences the type of choices that you make, the quality of the choices that you make. And as we all know, all of our choices have consequences. Sometimes we can foresee those consequences. More often than not, we can't. So still, seesaw imagery in mind. Where in your life and or business are you feeling the tug of war between the present and the future? Where might you be making choices and decisions that certainly ease the stress of meeting today's demands, but in the process, whether you are aware of it or not, rob you of your future self and your future life? And similarly, where might you be so focused on preparing for the future that you're kind of discounting some of the things that you might need to do to meet today's demands? So while you're thinking on that, let me give you some examples that help you to step away from your own life for a moment. And examples that will really kind of help you to see where this tension between short term and long term actually is all around us if we just... You know, take the time to look and notice. You see this tension, for example, in the stock market when people are more focused on the quarterly earnings results than they are on the results needed to meet or make the next five year plan a reality. You see it in what I like to describe as the, uh, well, it's not me describing it, but you, you see it in the sustainable movement when it comes to not wanting to spend a lot of money today because of upfront costs that are expensive, even though you'll save money on the back end. A great example of this, solar panels. You see it when businesses that need to generate immediate income make choices that ultimately sabotage their long-term vision and goals. And stepping away entirely from business scenarios, you see it on the personal front. When you see ads or you see or hear, I should say, people saying, I'm going to lose 10 pounds in 10 days. When they take that approach to losing weight, rather than taking a more sustainable one that may take a little bit longer, but will actually be healthier. Another example on the personal side, you see it when people put expectations that would be normal for a long-term relationship, but not so for a short-term one. Maybe what I've just described to you matches to what came to mind for you when I asked you the question, where are you feeling that tension? Where are you feeling that tug of war? But here's the thing about tension. Tension is usually about pressure and it sucks. We don't like feeling pressure. Why don't we like feeling pressure? Because it puts a spotlight on that space in between today and tomorrow. It puts a spotlight on that space in the middle, on the gap, and it really kind of brings to the forefront how well you are managing the process of closing that gap. And yet, in that gap, in that middle, is where all of the personal development unfolds. And you know what, I don't think I only speak for myself, we often like to get the benefits and the lessons from the personal development without having to go through the process that leads to those aha moments. So rarely do we like, you know, purposefully invite those situations in. And yet, There's some benefit to it, right? In that gap, in that space, this is when you can, you know, increase your self-awareness about your values, your beliefs, and, and your purpose. That's where all of that can get enhanced. This is when you are able to grow deeper in your understanding of your identity and your place in the world and how you want to navigate that. This is when you become more aware of your talents and your capacity. This is when you discover your strengths and your resiliency, sometimes strength and resiliency that you didn't even realize that you had. And this is also when flow comes into the picture. Flow is about movement. Flow is about what do you learn from the tension vis-a-vis the personal development lessons that you acquire. I always tell my clients and remind myself of this as well, that the thing about life is that you cannot think yourself through a challenge. You cannot think yourself through this tension of trying to have more of an equilibrium between meeting the demands of today while you are preparing for tomorrow. You cannot think your way through it. You have to think, yes, but you also have to take action. You have to move, you have to be in the flow. And so then the question becomes, how do you do this? How do you meet the demands of today while you are preparing for the future? And you may say, well, you know what, I do this all the time. This just comes naturally to me. This is just me living life. And yes, that is true. But what I wanna do is heighten your awareness about that so that you can be more intentional about how you are actually doing that. And the first thing that I would suggest that needs to be done is you need to pause. Now that might sound really odd. Like, really? Pause? How is that an action? Well, it's an action because it helps you to shift your focus so that you can begin to pay attention, take stock, and look for the answers to the question, where is all of your energy and effort going? Is it going all toward easing the stress of meeting the demands of today or on the opposite side? So as an example, I mentioned at the top how one you know, example that we can see all around us, especially if we, you know, listen to business reports in terms of where that tug of war is happening is when we hear quarterly reports and those, you know, quarterly earnings reports, um, people are more focused on that than what's the long-term strategy or vision. And ironically, not too long after the uh, third quarter of this year, uh, Deutsche Bank, which happened to have acquired my former employer, Bankers Trust in 1999, recently announced that it was laying off approximately 18,000 people. Now this is in a, a classic example of cutting cost which are aimed at producing short-term results. And sure, they're doing it with the goal of, reading, of reaching, I should say, some margins in the future, but rest assured, they are definitely doing that to ease some of the tension and the stress of meeting today's demand. So that's one example. Another example would be if you or you know someone who has ever bumped up or maybe experiencing right now the scenario of they're having more months than they have money and those two are examples of the short term but we can even give you an example of the long term think about people that you may know or maybe i'm even describing you maybe i'm knocking on your door where you are actually doing a heck of a lot to prepare and plan for the future and you're saving and you're saving and saving and in the process of doing that you are delaying any sort of en- enjoyment today so you don't take any vacations today because you're like ah. I'm saving, I'm saving, I'm saving. I'm gonna do that later. I'm gonna do that five years from now. I'm gonna do that 10 years from now. And yes, you gotta do that, but you also have to enjoy. And so the whole thing is that going back to the seesaw, the thing is to not have dramatic swings, but to have it be a little bit more even kill. So first thing is to do, to pause. And also though, pause beyond the situation. And, and when I, what I mean by that is to also take notice of where that tension is perhaps showing up in your body. So pause, one A of that is to pay attention to where that uh, tension might be showing up also in your body. And then the second thing is to do one thing. Do one thing physically, to move, to get that tension out of yourself. Do one thing as it pertains to the situation. Because here's the thing, that tension, that pressure, it is there because of something that happened, right? It it, it exists. I don't want to say it's there for a reason, but I want to say that it exists because something went wrong, whether you caused it or not, right? So you can't ignore it. You have to address it. But in addressing it, Make sure that you are not only just addressing it, but you were also doing one thing intentionally to address the opposite. And if that sounds just so darn abstract, let me bring it home hopefully for you and harken you back to episode number 7 where I talked about what do you do when you are navigating your way through a tough financial season? And in that, I talked about my own cash flow challenge in terms of my business. Now, I could have remained head down, focused on, okay, I have this cash flow challenge. I need to figure out how do I get through it. And I could have just been focusing on that, i.e. short term, i.e. meeting the demands of today. Thankfully, though, I did that and I lifted my head up. And I lifted my head up so that I could take a look around and think about, okay, what about my business model led to this situation? What about my structure and my processes led to this situation? And what do I then need to change so that at least if I can't control this happening again, at least I can control it happening for the very same reasons. So that's why you want to pause, you want to look at where that tension is showing up also in your body, and then you want to do one thing. And then after you do that, do one more thing. Because it's not about just taking one action, but it it is about setting yourself up and making sure that you are taking uh, several actions to move and navigate your way and make sure that you are balancing the needs of today with the aspirations of the future. Now, I know you might be, you know, listening here thinking, you know, this is not a warm and fuzzy episode. Um, but, you know, this episode was not about highlighting a problem, i.e. the tug of war, and then offering a solution so that the problem can be permanently fixed, because that's kind of nearly an impossible task in this situation. Um because there's always going to be this tug of war. like It's just not going to go away. Whether it's in your personal life, in your business life, your career, navigating those two things are just always going to be a challenge. Meeting the demands of today while preparing for the future, it's just a natural part of, of, of living. And the reason, if you notice, the reason that I gave you more examples of where the seesaw may be a little bit more lopsided and favors the short term is because I think that that's where we naturally gravitate. We naturally gravitate our energy, our effort, our money, our time, our relationships to meeting the demands of today because that is what gives us a sense of control. That is what gives us a sense of comfort. And yet, We know, but we don't always do, but we know that you need to prepare for the future, even though so much of it is uncertain and unguaranteed. But here's the thing. If you don't prepare for the future, you won't be ready for it when it comes. I just think that sounds so great. I'm going to say it again. If you don't prepare for the future, you will not be ready for it when it comes. So I want you again to think back to your answer to my question of where are you feeling the tension in your life? Where are you feeling that tug of war between short-term and long-term? And if your seesaw is more on the short-term side, what can you do to move the needle ever so slightly so that there's a little bit more equilibrium between that and the long-term? If your seesaw is leaning more toward the long-term side, so now That's the side that's up in the air. What do you need to do to move the needle so that there is a bit more equilibrium? I'm asking you this not because I think this is a really great visual exercise, although I do. I'm asking you that because fundamentally, what we're really talking about, again, is where are your resources, money, time, and relationships, where are they being deployed? And if more of them are being deployed on the short-term side than the long-term, there's a cost to that. And if more of it is being deployed on the long-term than the short-term, there's a cost to that as well. So in closing, do everything that you can to recognize the current tension or tensions. Where are they playing out in your life? Who else might be a part of this? So recognize it, step one, if you will. Embrace it so that you can manage it is step two. And I say embrace it because I don't think you can manage something that you resist. And then finally, do whatever you can to ease it. And there what I mean is make that one step. Make that second step. Make that third step. And remember, you cannot think your way through the tension. You cannot think your way through closing the gap. You have to also act. So when you're trying to balance meeting the demands of today with preparing for the future, it's one part thinking and a lot of parts acting. And on that front, thank you for uh, acting in terms of choosing to listen to today's episode. I really do appreciate when you tune in. And if this is your first episode, welcome. If you are coming back, thank you so very much for doing that as well. I always like to hear from you. Let me know, let us know, what did you find most useful? When we post the episodes on Twitter, when we post it on Instagram, comment, leave a note, send a DM, let us know what's going on. Also, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I would really, really appreciate it if you left a rating and review. And if we are not already connected on Instagram, especially connect with me there my Instagram handle is J-A-C-Q-U-E-T-T-E-M Timmons. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, remember, it is about more than money.